Hello. Like, oh my God, I'm not, I don't feel safe. Right. You know? So to leave the flight, you had to go through all, you had to go down the steps. Um, and once you're down the steps, you walk past this massive dodgy council estate building, mm -hmm. which is a bunch of drug dealers hang outside of that. Um, and then, yeah, and then you're in the city center, mm. which is just, it's intense. Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. It's a drama podcast. This is just Liz. Today we've got a slightly different show for you. As promised, today we are going behind the scenes and I am interviewing or chatting. Interviewing sounds a little bit formal, doesn't it? But I'm chatting to mine and Brian's daughter, Tessa. Tessa is 19 years old and if you've been following this podcast, seven months ago she flew the nest. She left on her own to move down to the capital city of New Zealand to start a new life in Wellington. She is a lover of musical theatre. She wants to pursue her dream as an actress and as a dancer and a singer. And she didn't want to go down the college route. She just wanted to get on in there, make money, audition for shows. And so that's what she did. She moved down to Wellington to be in a show called Into the Woods. And from there, she went on to be in the show Wicked. And now she's just returned home for a week's break. And I thought it would be a lovely opportunity to sit down and just chat with her and find out, because I'm nosy, obviously, find out just what's going on in that 19-year-old head of hers, how it has been to leave home that she's only ever known, you know, she's only ever been with me and Brian and Sonny, to leave home all on her own. She had absolutely no one with her, no job to go to, just move down there and start again. Find out how that's been for her. I really, really hope you enjoy this conversation. She makes me and Brian so, so proud with her vulnerability, with her honesty and her realness. I just hope you get so much out of it and enjoy it. And don't forget, Brian's just told me to mention this, but you know, at the beginning of our podcast where we're going, welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. You know, that little English accent that says, Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. Well, that's Tessa when she was 13. <laughs> when I 14, she was 13 or 14. So yeah, there she is. Uh, she's come a long way since then. So just sit back and enjoy this, this behind the scenes episode of Talking to Tess. <laughs> I know, it's weird, isn't it? It's like, when do you start? So can you believe that it's been seven months since your last podcast that you did with me? Oh, I honestly thought I'd already come on here and and build us all in. Yeah, I I thought I I came back for the first bit of the year and then talked about yeah, it. But no. I don't think so. No, so no. So it's been seven months. You left in February. Seven months since you left the home and went off to start your own <laughs> life down in Wellington. And um, just wanted to catch up with you and just find out how it's all been going and how you're feeling and yeah, just catch up. Yeah. Okay. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm okay now. I'm, you know, I'm okay. In the beginning, it was really weird and hard, especially when you'd come home and then know that you had to leave again to go back down there. Um, but now it's it's easier. Each time you do it, I think, it, like coming home, this, this is like coming home because I'm home at the moment for a break. Um, I'm actually leaving tomorrow, so. 
and I'm okay about it. Like there's still that weird feeling about going back. Um, but it's, I wouldn't say it's a negative feeling. I just think it's, you almost like change yourself a little bit for each place you come back to, you know, like, I don't know. I suppose you have to, in order to cope Hmm. with the, I don't know, because it's quite full on down there. So, and it's a lot less full on here. So you sort of like change your outlook a little bit Mm. in each place just for people just to fill people in so tessa left home um seven months ago we live in taranaki on the north island of new zealand and she left home to go and start a new life in the capital city of wellington but she did it all on her own um with no one else obviously because she was all on her own (laughs) and first time you've ever left home first time you've ever done anything like that you moved down to wellington because you were offered a part in a production down there. You want to, your, your dream is to go into musical theatre. You were offered a, a role in Into the Woods and you went down to work down there. Rather than go to college and do all that, you wanted to work on the job. And regular po- podcast listeners of this, of this show will, will know all that anyway, but I just want to fill people in just in case they're new to that. So let's just rewind, go back seven months, because I know now seven months later you have, you've, you've come through quite a lot emotionally so let's just go back to seven months ago when you moved down to that flat and you were on your own and literally me and your dad just walked drove away and there you are in Wellington 18 years old you don't know a soul you haven't got a job how did you feel what was it like describe your first couple of weeks in Wellington when you were down there on your own well I mean to go back even further as a kid I was the most, I hated being away from home, like absolutely hated it. I was never one of these kids that would be always asking for a sleepover. And if it was, it would be my house. Mm. <laughs> You're staying at my house. I'm not, I'm not leaving. Um, so yeah. And I was always sort of known as that kid that just doesn't like sleepovers, doesn't like to be away from her family for too long, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, but that was just me, I hated being away from my family, being away from comfort and sort of going out of my comfort zone. And because that was completely out of my comfort zone. Um, so to be the first one in the family to like just move out completely, it was almost like kind of like shocking to myself a little bit because it was just like, this was, I don't know, it was just like, it was never really who I'd been to just up and leave. Um, but I think, I think the thing that kept me strong was knowing that I was going down there to do something that I loved. That was almost like my safety net in a way. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think when you're going through something as big as that, because it wasn't just, getting down there and you driving away it was the months and months before that yeah it was the build-up it was you know and that was almost harder than leaving because it was just like you're you're, you know you're you're at home you're doing your normal normal day-to-day things but you know that you're leaving yeah um and you sort of feel out of place anyway um 
But she knew you weren't staying because she knew you. Oh were yeah, go. because I was yeah. just like, I, you know, it was just that. I don't know. It was so ominous. It was just like that lingering mm. uncertainty. Um, we scared. <laughs> I was almost. I was. I was scared that I was going to slip into what I did when I was a kid. Mm. I was scared that I was just gonna panic you mm. know and uh, i don't know that kind of thing but what do you mean slip into when you were a kid oh just... well i mean the thing is is when i was a kid it was like if i <laughs> i don't know if anyone else has experienced this but you know i'd i'd be like yeah let's go go have a sleepover that'd be great you know i'm gonna be with my friend and we're gonna watch a film you know we're gonna i don't know <laughs> eat candy and stuff like that and you know and the thought would be really exciting because you know you're going to go do it and it's you feel brave when you're not there you know you think you can do it and mm. and then you get to the sleepover and you, your mum your mum drives away and it gets to about 10 o'clock when you've done all the fun stuff as a kid and then it's bedtime and mm. it's like that's that's when that f feeling kicks in and that just that loneliness almost for me it was and I was scared that that was going to happen, that right. similar sort of thing where it was like, okay, all the faffy stuff is done, I'm moving in the bed, you know, oh, yep, get all your get your things in and drive around the city and and then, you know, six o'clock rolls around. It's a four and a half hour drive to go home, so that's when you'd leave and that's when I was scared that that feeling would come back. And it did, mm -hmm. you know. It definitely did, but I wasn't, nine years old where I could call my mum and tell her to come pick me up it was it was I had a commitment and that's what I mean by that was keeping me strong is because I'm quite a committed person um so I, I want I knew that I had to commit to this thing that I'd agreed to do the the acting job um but the thing is, is that didn't start for another like <laughs> two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so because I, I wanted to get there early and to settle. So, yeah, it was. It was weird, <laughs> you know, even looking back at it now, it's just like it was such a. It was a very weird day. Mm. Yeah, it's a very weird time. I remember you just calling me and just saying you know, I'm just too scared to just walk around. Like, you know, I, you know, it was just, I just said, why don't you just go and look around the shops? And you said, no, I don't want to do that. And it just, it doesn't feel right. It's just walking around the shops. And you, you know, you did say to me, I'm too scared to walk around and you mm -hmm. were, weren't you? you yeah, were just... definitely. I mean, whenever I'd gone to Wellington, it was with you or my dad and, mm. and it was safe, you know, it was, we're, we're together and, we're here temporarily so you can sort of you know do whatever you want <laughs> you, yeah. you can be whoever you want to be for a day and then go home and it's fine but I I just felt like everyone was watching me did you yeah I did because I was just I grew up in in the rural countryside you know and all of a sudden I'm in this I I, I had a flat in the middle of town as well I wasn't I wasn't off in the in in a little village 10 minutes out of the city i, I was in the middle of wellington yes yeah. um the noise uh just everything it was it was just so much and i think i did actually go for a walk um 
because I just thought it would be fine it'd be just like going for a normal walk and I think I did and I just you know there there are people that just look at you like they're gonna eat you and it men women both just people just like even buildings look like you're gonna eat that like look like they're gonna eat you you know it's just like they're gonna fall on you all of a sudden and it's that feeling it was just like you can couldn't even really look up at the sky without seeing building you know mm. um i'm making it sound a bit dramatic no you're not no no you're not because no. I, and i'm really glad that you're talking about it because like i said to you just before we started this podcast when you came home after that first week that would have been a brilliant time to interview you because you were literally you were just you were you were just spilling everything yeah. out about how you felt and it was brilliant to hear that because yeah. when you know someone feels like that then you can take steps into talking to them about it you know so Mm. you know when I think when we went traveling the world and we went to India and things like that and of course when you you were blonde you were 13 you were a young girl and you would get especially in India for for some reason in India when you walk down the streets the guys would just they would just literally stop and they would look at us and we put it down to the fact that you were blonde and Mm. because you know you weren't you're only a kid but you just you you hated it you absolutely hated it like to the point of like can we just not go out because people are going to look at me and so it was interesting now when you went down there at 18 the first thing you 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 have this thing of like you know like people were looking at you sort of thing yeah and I think it was yeah it was just because the thing is is the the job I do people look at me I'm on stage and I'm being looked at but that doesn't bother me at all. But it's, I don't know, it was being in such a vulnerable position. And I just, I don't know, sometimes you have an idea of what a place is going to be like. And it's just completely, once you move there, once you live there, you're not visiting, you live there. It's just completely different, mm. you know, because you feel like you're at the bottom, you're at the bottom of the food chain, you know, it's just like yeah what do you mean by that well i mean yeah you, you know you get these movies of these people who are like oh you're new here you're fresh you know you're you know i don't know you, you know you have that thing where you know now i feel like okay i'm i'm in the middle of the food chain now because yeah, I've, I've moved up i'm not a freshie anymore like <laughs> um yeah but there's still a long way to go but like in, in the beginning it was just yeah I lived at the top of these massive steps. Like, I think it's something like 250 steps. It's one of the steepest hills in Wellington. I lived at the top of that. And to get down this massive hill, you had to go down all these steps. And these steps were, they were quite dark. You know, they were in in, in all this bush. Um, all these trees grew around these steps. And, and so to get out of my flat, I had to go down these massive steps and it's scary yeah because it's there's trash everywhere you know like there's just it's just that feeling of like oh my god I'm not I don't feel safe right you know so to leave the flat you had to go through all you had to go down the steps um and once you're down the steps you walk past this massive dodgy council estate building Mm -hmm. which is a bunch of drug dealers hang outside of that um, and then, yeah, and then you're in the city centre, mm. which is just, it's intense. It's just like everyone 
everyone's in the city center. That's just where everyone goes. Um, I don't know. Did anyone ever come up to you or say anything to you or did you, anyone ever threaten you or? Uh, I just felt like I was being followed all the time. Yeah. I mean, there's people that mutter things to you. I can't even remember, but that's just. And were you being followed? I don't know. You don't I know. felt like I was. You just did, yeah. People follow people all the time. It's just they're on the same yeah. <laughs> route. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's just that paranoia. It's just, I was just constantly paranoid. Paranoid that someone was going to come into my flat while I was asleep or someone, I don't know, was just going to follow me somewhere or, oh, it was just, it was, yeah, I just didn't, yeah, I didn't feel safe. The thing is, normally you would move to Wellington, you would go to college or, you know, Vic University and you'd be in halls or you'd be down there with a bunch of friends or, you know, you'd have somewhere to go in the day. So your class starts at nine o'clock, say, and you go, you know where you're going. Mm. But what was different about you? Because you just moved down there and you weren't living with a family. You weren't, you, you were, like you say, you were right in the middle of the it's slap bang, dead in the center, isn't it? Where... Or like you say, opposite that big housing complex thing where the <laughs> police were constantly being called. Yeah, you, every yeah. time I called you, I could hear the sirens, yeah. you know, and and you would say to me about the guy be living below with his dog and he was always shouting and swearing mm. and stuff like that. So yeah. no wonder you felt, you know, it was like literally just picking you up out of the country and mm. putting you, because that's what you wanted to do, that was yeah. you, what you wanted, in the middle of this... <laughs> Yeah, city life wasn't it? You know, it was just. Well, it's like uh, I'm. I'm always watching films, and as films, you you see them, and they're like, oh, I'm moving to the city, like moving to the city center, and they get there, <laughs> and it's great, like it's amazing. But and that's what I thought it was going to be like for me. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't great, and it wasn't amazing. But you know, I I did. I was okay. Like I I just stayed inside really, and just um watched tv to be honest with you you know and that's all I really did uh, so you didn't have a job did you oh no I didn't no I didn't have a job for the first uh month I think it was I just could not get work why what were you doing to find work uh, I was walking around with my cv and handing it in and the thing is with me is I'm quite picky about where I work um because I've worked in some quite shitty places or oh, bad yeah I yeah. don't know if I'm, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I've always just been like, oh, I, you know, I want to make, make sure that I'm, I'm okay, you know, and I'm not taking on too much and I want to work somewhere where I feel like it's going to be a good start for me where I can make, make some friends, you know, and so I handed my CV around, you know, some of these places and, and, you know, I heard back from a few places and stuff like that. But by the time you get hired, it's usually like two weeks anyway yeah, so yeah you know there was a settling in process obviously I needed sort of a week to just sort of feel you know feel my toes out and like mm. I don't know get settled in but oh yeah I just look back and it's just like it was just such a weird fuzzy time like it's just didn't feel real it just didn't doesn't feel real now that I think about it mm. what when you look back yeah 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 when I look back it's just like Ooh. Did you ever just think, ah, oh, sod this, I'm going, I just, I'm just going to go home? No. Why? Um, because 
I'd made it that far. Right. You know, and it was like, this is, I, I always wanted to go, you know, it was, mm. I just wanted, I wanted to go to London originally, but I was like, okay, I need a little stepping stone maybe, you know, and just, I'll go to Wellington, which is instead of 24 hours, it's just four hours away. So let's do that. And that was my plan. Um, but I never, no, I never ever thought to go home. Mm. Funny, it didn't cross my mind at all. Um, yeah, here was your mum at home crying her eyes out saying she'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sure she'll be back tomorrow. Oh no. <laughs> just, I used to just phone up the uh, counsellor saying, so you can't just kick off again, can you? Just mm. throw a few bottles down when she walks down those uh, steps. Bring a few more sirens. <laughs> yeah, I'll eh? send her down. <laughs> I'll send her back. <laughs> so where, how long was it into living in Wellington that you started to make friends? And how did you make friends? Uh, when I started Into the Woods, yeah. which is the show that I was a part of, um, I wouldn't say I made friends, but that's when I started to meet people you know, um, meet people that were like-minded. Mm. Um, it was funny, the first rehearsal, it was like a meet and greet. And the thing is with me is I've been doing drama classes since I was, I think like eight or nine. Mm -hmm. And I always went with my brother, you know? And so I always had someone that I knew, you know, there was always someone to go with. Um, and I didn't know anyone here in this room, you know, and they all knew each other really because they were all from Wellington. And so I walked in and, oh, <laughs> it was just awful. Yeah, it was just like, oh my God, it was just walking into this room of people that I'd never met before and just, and the thing is with theatre, it's such a, it's such a social space. It's, it is. It, it's a very social group of people when you're in theatre. Um, and yeah, I just remember sitting there, literally just sitting there and going on my phone and pretending to do something because I was just that nervous and that I just felt completely out of place, mm. you know? I just felt like I shouldn't have been there, you know? And then... And then, ah, oh, it's just like sweating, shaking. Oh. Yeah, it was, It yeah. So like that was, that's probably one of the hardest things I've actually ever had to do is to walk in to a room full of people and I don't know, and, and stay there. Yeah. And yeah. and talk to everyone. Um, And I know people have to do that every single day, but. Who, who has to do that? Oh, I know. It's just like, I'm, you know, it's no different than when you start a new job and you come in, but I don't know, you have something to do when you start a new job, yeah, you know, you're, yeah. you're doing something, but this was literally just, okay, you're here to mingle with yeah. people. That's literally the whole point of this whole meet and greet is you're here to talk to people. Oh, that freaks me out. Yeah, I know. Mingle. And it was just like, well, I don't really want to talk to people yeah. <laughs> because I wasn't, I wasn't even in a great place to be honest. I was just... I was s still sorting so much stuff out in my head and then to be sociable on top of that was just, yeah, it was, it was a lot. But then after that, it was, it was okay. You know, I still didn't have any friends mm. because I was just too scared to make friends really. Um, and I didn't want to, I don't know if sometimes when you're, when you when you're feeling I don't know un, not unsafe but when you're feeling in a vulnerable place you 
the last thing you want to do is to talk to people and mm. to surround yourself with people. Mm. And so I'd gotten kind of quite used to being on my own at this point that I just didn't, just didn't have the energy mm. to, to talk to people. I just want to be clear, the, the flat that you were in, you were renting a room with two other girls, but that flat was very, very antisocial, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean... These people might be listening thinking, oh, why didn't you talk to your flatmates? Yeah, this wasn't... There wasn't a living room in this flat. Basically, it was this... You drive up to it, it's this flat. It's not a house, it's like a... um, It's a divided... Um, I don't know what it is. It's it's a divided like three story. Yeah, it's a house, house that's been split into three yeah. flats, isn't it? Like um, top, bottom, middle. Mm-hmm. And we were on the top floor, so mm-hmm. you'd open the door and there'd be t- steps up to the top, and you'd go up the steps, and then there was the bathroom at the top of the stairs. There was my room that was next to the bathroom, which was a bit unfortunate. Um, Why? Because oh, you just. Yeah, <laughs> just hear everything. You'd always going hear on. everyone in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah, and the washer dryer would be in there, and and then there was the kitchen that was next to my room as well, which was the tiniest little kitchen. Mm. There was you couldn't even sit in there. It was that small. Um, you know, if there were more than two people in there, it would just be right. You know, one of us has got to go now because mm. I can't. I can't move around. Um, and then there was the two other girls, girls' rooms next door to the kitchen and they were both Asian um so you know it was it was quite quiet yeah, you know? different culture isn't yeah, it? yeah I mean the they weren't they weren't Asian Kiwis they were just they were Asian yeah. and they struggled to speak English so right. this was like yeah that was I think one of the reasons um but I actually quite like the idea of that I was just like well okay you know then I won't have to I'm not the biggest social, <laughs> not a social butterfly. So I was just like, yeah, okay, this will be great. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't after a while, it just sort of didn't, it became a bit hostile. Mm. You know, it was just a bit like, I'm not talking to you at all. So you get a bit, I don't know. I just found it weird. I mean, now obviously, like when you say English isn't their first language. So but I just found it a bit weird that whenever they wanted to tell you anything, they text you. You know, oh, and it was so normal though. It? Yeah, that's really, it's just not it's really normal, normal to me. That why don't you just go and talk? Yeah, we had a group chat, and they would just whenever they literally it would be like, oh, you know, can you close the close your cupboard door or yeah. something like that? They would yeah. text you. Yeah, um, that's what I mean. We did not talk to each other. We would mm. message each other occasionally, but we would never talk to each other. How much were you paying to live in that flat? Two hundred and eighty dollars and then it would it would it was about 300 a week on top of bills with including including bills bills, it was about 300 yeah um but the good thing about my room is that i overlooked the city i could see that's i think that was one of the things that i liked about my room is that i could just watch yeah watch what was going on yeah so and it was right at the top of that hill like you say so you had a fantastic commanding view over the city yeah i think that was it it was just like well i don't need to go out because i can just watch Mm-hmm. I'll just sit here and, and watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that, that maybe watching would make me feel a bit more confident, you know, and, but no, it's not good to lock yourself up, you know. You know, it's understandable, but yeah. You just need to, you just need friends. You really just need mm-hmm. people, you know. And I've, I don't know. Yeah. It was really weird because 
to look at you and to know what what job you're doing. You know, you're in the theatre. Well, you you work you work as a barista in a coffee shop, which is a very sociable job. You work you you do all these shows. You know, you're on stage dancing and singing in front of people. Mm. It's funny, isn't it? How uh, as you'd see you walking down the street, you know, you you stride very confidently. You very lovely girl and you just think you never know what's going on with people's lives they didn't no one would have known that you were going back to a flat sitting on your own feeling scared Mm. you know feeling desperately lonely yeah yeah it's funny isn't it you never know what's yeah I mean the thing is is it's like you say like the thing that I am passionate about and that I love to do it's you don't get more sociable than that, you know, and I love it. Mm. I love, but I, that, I don't even see that as socializing. I just, that is just what I love to do. I love these people that I'm around, you know, I love laughing with them and, and giving to people on stage, you know, it's, it's my favorite thing because it's so rewarding. And, and, you know, even my job, it's like, I'm, I make, <laughs> I make coffee for people and that, that can really just make someone's day. Of course you know? it can, yeah. And getting to know customers and, and talking to people, it's great. Like, I love to do that. And I don't know if that's because I like to be in control, because I'm controlling the situation. I'm the barista. I'm the performer. You know, it's... I don't think I like to be out of control. And I think that's why I struggled so much, was because I was so out of control. Mm. And I think that was my problem. Um because you couldn't predict what was going to Well, I just was I wasn't in control of no. that situation, you know. I moved down and I wasn't in control of anything. Mm. So I think that's what affected me most was being out of control. Mm. But yeah, I think I think that was that. <laughs> when did you when did you start to feel better? Have a sip of tea. Um well, my, my boyfriend, Finlay, um, moved down eventually because <laughs> we were together and I moved down on my own. And so we were doing long distance and he would come and visit me every weekend. Um, and then we decided to get a flat together. It wasn't this easy, by the way. It was a lot yeah, of like yeah. backwards and yeah. forwards. Let's live together. Let's not live together. And. But eventually we decided, like, okay, we're going to live together. Um, But to be honest with you, even before that, I was sort of getting comfortable. You know, I was like, okay. And I think it was just because the show went on um, and my job went on. I was getting comfortable, but I wasn't happy. Right. Yeah. Because you're on your own or because you No, not because I was on my own. It, it was just... The thing is, I moved down to do the theatre, but this theatre was happening two nights a week. Right. And for the rest of the five days, I had nothing to do. You know, yeah, I was working in the day, but I wasn't really enjoying where I was working. I wasn't enjoying the job I was doing. Um, So I, I was just kind of miserable. I was just kind of like, well, you know, I just, there wasn't enough going on. Right. And I know that sounds silly, but it's it's just, Yeah. It was too much. It, I don't know. Why didn't you just go and think, okay, well, I do my theatre on Monday and Wednesday, so Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and or you know whatever the other nights are, I'll go and do, take a dance class, or I'll go and take singing lessons. Or I did. I mean, I, 
I went to a pole dancing class. I know you did. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I did do that. You, you tried, know, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, it's just not. What was that? What was it like going pole dancing? Oh, I was fine. It was, yeah, it wasn't anything like you tend to think. Oh, it's gonna be crazy, but it was. It was fine. Like it was. was it? Yeah, it was. Just, I can't imagine dancing around a pole for exercise. I mean, it's supposed to be brilliant for you. Yeah, I mean, it's that's strong. Hard. Yeah. yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I did. You know and. But the thing is, is like when you don't, you, uh, now I know, okay, there's this dance class, there's this gym, oh, this, these people can recommend these people to go to, but I didn't know anything like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And to be honest with you, the internet is absolutely useless when it comes to stuff like that. So really? Yeah. You think it'd be brilliant, wouldn't you? Oh no, no. It was just, I was always looking it up like, oh, the things to do, do this. And it's like, well... You can go to the museum. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and it, it's like, yeah, I was just, and also I was just unmotivated. Were you? Uh, yeah. God, so unmotivated. I just didn't want to do anything. You know, and I had little things. I was like crocheting and knitting and all that stuff and writing. I was doing quite a bit of writing. And What were you writing? Oh, I was just like doing a journal, like a, a day to day. This is what I'm doing this morning and this afternoon. Mm -hmm. And this is how long I worked for and just stuff like that. But I was just, yeah, I just wasn't happy. Really. Um, what would have made you happy? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think there wasn't anything that I could have done. I think it's just a very slow process mm. that you have to go through, you know, and even if I had had Finn down there originally, yeah, okay, it might have been a bit easier, Finn, my partner. Um, but still, like, I'm glad that I went down there alone because mm. now I know how to cope better with that kind of thing. Uh, I think so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it started getting easier, I think, when Finn, Finlay moved down and we, um, he was living at my old flat for a bit, but we, we went flat hunting and we found this brilliant place that's actually opposite my old flat. Um, Just further down the hill, isn't it? Yeah, it was further down the hill, not, not down the steps, so I didn't have to go down the steps anymore. <laughs> um, this, this new flat had an elevator, so I didn't have to do any bit of walking at all. So, you know, you have gone up to the middle. What did yeah. you say? The middle? <laughs> middle of the food chain yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fantastic, the flat you're in now, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. Just it's, describe it to everyone, what your flat's like. Oh, it's just open. It's it's open. That's the that's the biggest thing. There's a big balcony that goes... It's a penthouse, isn't it? It's a penthouse. It's, a, it's actually in a law firm, so it's not... It, there's no one else that lives in the building. Mm. I share a flat with a couple... And that's it, mm. you know, so it's dead quiet at night. You don't hear anyone banging around in, in, in the bottom of the, I don't know, downstairs or anything like that. Mm. Um, yeah, and there's this big balcony that goes right around um, the building, the flat. Um, and so you can just stand outside. I think that was something that I always missed was like, I didn't want to go outside because if I go outside, I have to actually like prepare myself to go outside and then yeah. 
I just missed having a balcony, like something to just walk out on, yeah. to be yeah. outside. You know, I had a tiny little window in my room and that was it. That actually opened. Yeah. See, that's the other thing. And it was summer. It was February. And mm. You didn't have anywhere to, like you say, go outside because yeah. you were too scared to, you know, go to a park or whatever, which yeah. is understandable. Yeah. Um. So you've got this I lovely didn't... penthouse now with a big wrap round balcony. Did I have my car? Yes, you did. You took it down after a few weeks. You came home and got your car and yeah. then took it back so down. So originally I didn't have my car, mm. so I couldn't drive. I couldn't go for a drive. Right. I could only go anywhere on foot. Yeah. And that was, yeah, that was hard. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So my new flat's great. It's... Oh, if you can hear that, if you can hear, vroom, vroom, that's because Brian is outside doing the hedges and uh, he's revving up the uh, the quad bike. So that's what that noise is. Hopefully you'll be able to take it out. But if you're hearing the ambience. Yeah. Um, no, you couldn't get better than the flat you're living in now. It's it's flipping stunning. Honestly, I can't believe it. Yeah, we've got our own bathroom. Uh, we have like an entire half of the kitchen. Um you know, it's a big living space I've, uh, area. I've got all my plants out, all my posters up, you know. And that's what I mean. It's like as you as you, f- you settle somewhere, you, you, you start buying. Instead of having all these ornaments from home that always remind you of home, you buy new things, you know, and, and you fill your space with new... The place that you're na- at now, you know, you, you're more in the present and that's nice. It's You're surrounded by new new adventures that you've made almost you know and and so I'm really I'm 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 happy now I think you know and it's yeah it's so much better than it was yeah yeah and there's been huge bumps along the way like massive massive bumps um but that just happens to everyone Mm. you know I I don't I don't know who who could do the thing like that and not have things like that happen, course, you know? No. It's, it's And the other thing as well is what I forgot to say was you you left home having had, you know, we're big cooks, so we cook for you every night. You know, we cook every night. I mean, you would do one night, Sonny would do one <laughs> night, and the rest was us. Once a month. Yeah, no, you did. <laughs> no, you yeah, you no. got into the habit of doing once a week, didn't you? But, I mean, that was only one night. And then all of a sudden, you're, you're going to have to find all, buy all your own shopping, you know, your groceries, and cook it all, yeah. You know, and I think I think that was. I'm. D- I was going to ask you what what one thing have you done that's just that just made you grow up? Like, what what is it? Was it the out of all the things you've done, what was one thing that you've just thought, wow, that just made me grow up? Um, I I don't know actually. There's so many things. I don't, I wouldn't say there's just the one. Um. I think handling money was a really big one because I've always been careful with my money, but just having to give it away so, I don't know, so quickly. For rent, you mean? For rent, yeah. yeah. It's like I pay, uh, on top of like groceries and stuff, I have to put literally half of my earnings into this account and that's, you have to just, be okay with that to pay for your rent yeah how much is your rent um um on top of groceries it's about 325 a week including groceries three, yeah including three gro- groceries is that for stuff. both of you or is that each that's just each so about 650 for a couple to live there 
650. To pay groceries as well. To pay yeah. groceries, yeah. I put on my money in the same time. Yeah. Um, I think your rent, is your rent 500 a week between two of you? It's 450 each. 450 between you, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so 225 each. And then yeah. you put just put 100 on for groceries yeah. and stuff. This is dollars, by the way. Um, and we pay our rent per week. So every week you have to put that through. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing is with that is like, you don't really have a choice. It's just like, yeah, okay, this is something you have to do. But I don't know. I think like writing a shopping list as well, like yeah. that, was, that was a big one. Going to the supermarket alone and, and buying whatever you want. <laughs> like that's, that's a big thing as well. It's just yeah. like, you know, coming home, you know, you go to eat eat food in the fridge and it's like this isn't what I would buy you know this is nothing in here is what I would buy and it's just like and so then having the having the choice I think that's a big thing about growing up is that you have so many choices Mm. you know you can do whatever you want but it's also doing the right thing you know with with that choice because you can Mm. go a bit insane sometimes Mm. But I'm walking past all these teenagers and I, and I don't mean to sound, oh, you know, goody, goody. But like I'm in the supermarket and I'm walking past these girls at my age and, you know, their, sh- their trolley is like, it's packed full with like noodles, Coke, mm. um, I don't know, ice cream and, and bread and eggs. Mm. You know, it's just like. It's, What's it's, their address? I'll go around for tea. I uh, know. <laughs> probably be blessed to no. go over. No, I know. This is what we keep saying but, about. Yeah, that's the thing about you're choice. You're really well. Yeah, it's just like you you can go either way, really. Yeah. And I'm glad you have gone the way because every time I phone you up and I say, what are you having for your dinner? You always say, oh, steak and broccoli and new potatoes or fish and yeah, I vegetables. Mean, it's, yeah. You're doing really well. Doing really I well. I think that's just because I've grown up with the food that you've cooked me, mm. you know, and these these kids. And that's the thing as a, as a grown up, you you always incorporate what you've grown up into your life you know you know you teach it to your kids what you that's what you know you know Mm -hmm. and so that's what's right in your mind and I think that's just what I did it was just like yeah I'm just gonna make make the things that you make but buy the products that I want to buy for it Mm -hmm. um let's just talk about the money side of it for a minute are you all right talking about the money and how much it's costing you stuff yeah yeah so, because some people are really funny about that. Um, and I've never been, but... Don't have any money anyway, so it's not like I got robbed. No, but it's interesting to know. So you, you you started off, you got this job at a cafe and you worked there for a few months and then you couldn't stand it any longer because it was a bit grungy, wasn't it? And you weren't happy there and a bit dirty, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And you just... Yeah. You, you I'm now happy. at a cafe that is amazing. Yeah. And now you're at a beautiful cafe that, that suits you down to the ground. Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um Big shout out to the girls who who own that. Because there are two two girls that started the business about three years ago. Um, yeah, and they're lovely. They and are. They make amazing coffee. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just it is. It's just it was that cafe was made for you because when when I go in there, it's just like this is where you. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like it, was it makes a perfect. big difference where you work. You yeah, know? it does yeah, because you spend a lot of your time there. Oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> So you work 30 hours a week at the moment, don't you? Trying to get more hours. I'm trying to get 40 hours. Yeah. Yeah, 30 is barely getting me by. Yeah. Okay. So you work 30 hours a week. How much do you get for 30 hours? Um, I come home with about, oh my God, um, 500 and 
590 or something yeah. like that. And, what, and how much did you say your outgoings are in the in the week? Um, I 325 of that. Yeah. And then I put, I'm trying to put 150 of that into a savings account each yeah. week. Yeah. Um, And so then I'm left with about like 90 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's just like, no, you can't do that. Not when you live in a city, you know, and not when you live alone. And uh, you know, with with your partner, you yeah, know, it's just, yeah, yeah. So you're trying to find you, you're gonna you've asked for extra hours, so you can you start you can start saving some money. Yeah. So what things are there to do in Wellington for when you've only got ninety dollars? Because I know how far ninety dollars goes. Museum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> walk around the park with your held head held high. <laughs> Not scared of you anymore. No, no. <laughs> what sort of things do you do in the? You know, what would you do? Recommend for people to do if you haven't got much money and you're in Wellington. Um, to be honest with you, it's, it's a lot of just walking around. Like, right. it's a really nice place to just walk around and, and, and get coffee. And, you know, if you want to go and do something, yeah, you're going to have to spend a bit of cash, you know, mm. obviously, but it's like anywhere you go, really, you just walk around, mm. you know, and you people watch and they have some really cool shops in Wellington. You don't have to go and buy anything, but you can just walk around them and, you know, I always felt like I had to go and do something like that when I first moved there. It was like, oh my God, I have to, I'm in Wellington. Like, I have to go and walk around. But it's like, now that I live there, you know, I go to work and then I go to the gym and maybe, maybe walk around for a bit and then just go home. And, you know, it's just like living yeah. in your home. You yeah. know, it's just, you just, it's just where you live. You yeah. don't, you don't feel the need to explore it because you have explored it now. And now you're, now you're living there, you know? And there's so much more still to to explore, but there's no rush. And I think when you start putting your pressure on yourself to go and like, okay, I have to go and, and do all these things, you know, because that's just what you have to do. And it's it's not, no, don't do that. Like, and yeah, don't, don't shut yourself up. You know, that's not what I'm saying. It's just like, don't put pressure on yourself to go and, and feel that you have to experience all these things in week one, you know. Mm. it's like it's such a long process moving you know to a completely different place as well like completely different environment and atmosphere but yeah yeah but what i would recommend yeah it's just there's just everything you walk around you see something you you can go do you know there's like there's an art gallery or there's uh, like a, an escape room you have to go and do or a, a shops and I don't know. Everything. You're always saying that you're going on lovely bush walks. The great thing about Wellington is you're it's right on your doorstep, nice beaches. So the great thing nice... about having a car as well is yeah. it's good to have a car down there. Yeah. You know, some cities you just don't need a car mm. or you've got the metro or something like that. We don't have any metros. We have buses, but, you know, it's, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I prefer to drive. So we, my partner and I, we drive to bush walks on the weekend and, mm. And stuff like that. And I lo- I'm a big foodie, so I love going out and trying all the new restaurants and stuff. And not going to get much on $90, though, are you? No. Christ, that's why I've got a boyfriend, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> why do you think I'm happier now? Yeah. Mm. 
So <laughs> do you still are you, do, so before we let you go are you are you are you feeling safe now? Are you is the, you know do you could you walk would you be happy to walk around Wellington? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean I think the difference is is that you don't it doesn't get less scary. It's just you get you, you get street smart. You know? It's like you don't take risks in the city. Mm. You just don't. It's not worth it, you know? And so the moment you know that, you just stick a pair of headphones on. That is the best thing I would recommend to do is if you're scared of going outside and, and walking around and feel like you're being watched and and stuff, put a pair of headphones on, listen to a podcast or your, your favourite, I don't know, soundtrack or something like that and and just walk around and and just be aware of your surroundings mm. don't be scared of them though just be aware mm. i think that was the biggest thing is not seeing things as oh i'm scared i'm just being aware right now yeah. you know just yeah be aware <laughs> be street smart and yeah don't lock yourself up in a room never go out without like a phone or mm. your wallet or anything like that and mm. yeah Guys have a really good pair of trainers. <laughs> so what's so what so what's next? You've just finished Wicked. You you went from into the woods straight into the to the big production of Wicked, yeah, which I'm, was absolutely fabulous. Yeah, it was because it was I brilliant. I met people from Into the Woods and then I knew them in Wicked. Oh, and so it was like was I there was, anyone? Did you sit? When yeah, you went to I only, did. Oh, yeah, right. when I first went there to, for the Wicked, you know, there were people that I saw. Yeah, I saw myself in them when they first, when I first went in that room and it was their first time. And, and I remember when I first went into the meet and greet room, there was one girl that just came up to me and started talking to me. And what one at the very beginning? In Into the Woods, yeah, yeah, in the very beginning. And it was just, it was amazing. It was just mm-hmm. like, that's all I wanted. I just wanted someone to come up to me and just, just talk to me, you know? And and that's what we that's what I tried to do for Wicked. It was like I just tried to talk to some I don't know nervous looking faces a bit yeah. and pass it on. Yeah, and and then by the end of Wicked, we were all so close, like so close. And and I just I have now I've made so many friends, mm. you know. And and it's great. It's really really great. Um, but my next thing is. <laughs> want to move to london <laughs> um so do it all again <laughs> yeah let's do all that again that'd be great um no. why do you want to move to london because purely not because i want to go to england just because the theater scene is way more uh encouraged over there um not even yeah, encouraged it's just, it's just, isn't it? it's just, it's just a, yeah. you know you go on the metro and there's posters everywhere and it's just like it's um it's it's a bit more inspiring over there I think I think you're always pushed by seeing things like that and you know there's that yeah there's that push and I want to be pushed um more um as a theater sides of things I think this would be so weird for someone to who's listening that's not into theater I hope it makes sense but yeah it's um yeah I want. I would. I just want to go there, and I want to. And so I just, just like a work. pull that you've got. It's just remembering that it's all still. It's all going on, you know. And it's just you, 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 Wellington. It's there's two shows a year, 
and that's it you know it's like that's it mm. and if you don't if you don't like those shows well it's not if you don't like it but if if you just maybe if you didn't get in or yeah, if you don't get in yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. well that's it for another year mm. better try harder next year it's like no like i don't know it's just just more opportunities you're thinking yeah, more in opportunities the and and while i'm young i want to go there um i don't know mm. i think yeah you do know you do know you want to go to london and try it and that's what we keep saying is just if you don't go mm. you're never gonna know are you you know it's just it's a long way away but what what how horrible to get to be 40 years old mm. and think i never knew yeah. I, never, I would never you know how will i how will how will i ever have known if i if i if i did because i didn't do it and you, you don't want to do that no that's not what ever. i'm scared of you know because i see that all the time in in new zealand mm. it's just i didn't do it yeah i don't think it's just new zealand i think it's just life in general well the thing is is people move to new zealand to do theater because it's a lot easier it's it's just chilled it's right. it's relaxed it's seen as more of a as a hobby you know it's like it's it's something you do on the side um but there are professional actors you know the Auckland Theatre Company you oh, know no, they're no. all yeah I know there are yeah. I, know, I know that but every single person that I've talked to who's over 30 in theatre in New Zealand it's like oh yeah I went to London or I went to New York for a bit and I couldn't do it it was too much mm. you know and yeah that might happen to me probably but like I want to try it you know and I really want to give it a go mm-hmm. you know yeah because if you want to if you want to make it happen then you you will make it happen mm. and also I think if you go over there and it's too hard and you know you, it's just, like you're saying these people are saying oh it's just too hard so I came back to New Zealand well for one again you've tried haven't you you know so but two, I just think like, you know, when maybe their heart wasn't in it as much as yours is. Maybe they're just, maybe you have got to be a million percent. Oh, well, people's dreams change as well. You know, it's like people you meet along the way or like, I don't know, experiences you may have change. Yeah. They change you, you know. Mm. You know, my mind gets changed almost every day. Mm. Um, I don't know. And that happens to some people and, and that's that's the one thing I need to remember is that just because people's dreams are different doesn't mean that they're less important. It's just that's what she quote from Little Women. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't come up with that. It's really embarrassing. It was impressive. <laughs> you shouldn't have said. <laughs> um Yeah. That's and that's so true. Um, so and you know, that might happen, but I really wanna give this this dream a go. Mm because this is why I did it all you know Wellington I did it all for this dream that I have you know Mm. and that dream has now just been ignited even more you know Mm. it's just like and it's great you know it's great to be inspired Mm. and I just want to chase it a little bit more chase it over there because that's where it's saying that's where I feel like I need to go and so I'm gonna I'm gonna go over there Mm -hmm. yeah and your old mum and dad are going to follow you, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so yeah, we've we've talked about this on the on the podcast before about us just taking some time and 
next year and going over to England. Brian's uh, dad is over there, your granddad. Going to you know. buy a house in Portugal. Pardon? No. Yeah, Brian's going on about buying a house in Portugal. That's this new thing at the moment, isn't it? Buy a piece of land. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's exciting times ahead, but it's just been, it's been lovely to catch up with you and just hear all about it because if you go back and listen to Tessa's last episode, um, we've done three with Tess actually, Tess at 17 and then the last, the, the, I'll link to it in the show notes, but it was the literally the day before you were going to Wellington and you were so, quite rightly so, excited mm. and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to, and I just think it's brilliant to be able to I don't mean to be like, oh yeah, there you go. You see, it didn't no. work out. I'm not being like that. I don't mean that, but it's, it's just, a reality it's check. A reality. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is a reality check, and it's good it? to good to, you know, be excited and mm-hmm. and have these dreams and stuff. But it's it's ne- it was nothing like I thought it was going to be, and that's not to say oh shit, you know, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like oh, you know, it it was just different. Yeah, it was harder than I thought it was yes. going to be, but. You know, it's that's sort of what makes it, I don't know, beautiful in a way. You know, it's just, I don't know, the process of things and the outcome of the process. It's like things take time. They really do. They take so much time and patience and work. You really have to work at it because it doesn't all just fall into place. Mm. Um, But also... It's like I said before, it's like don't put that pressure on yourself because then you won't enjoy it, you know. You're just feeling like a way – you have to you have to feel a certain way, you know, and I still feel like that sometimes. I'm just like, well, why don't I – you know, all the all these kids go, go out to town every night, every weekend, and they go and get off their face. And that's the Wellington scene pretty much, you know, that's – what the week is worked towards it's like okay your age group you mean yeah yeah yeah. I mean everyone up to their 30s you know it's just like you work all week and then you go and get (laughs) shit-faced and then you spend the Sunday hating your choices and then you'll go back on Monday and start all again Mm. and sometimes I'm just like why why am I not like that you know why don't I why am I just so freaking I sometimes I'm just so rigid you know and, and I'm like an old lady <laughs> you're not no but that that's what I think and then it's just like it's it's not a bad thing to be either way you know it's just what stage you're at in your life you know I experienced that sort of I don't know craving for that kind of thing when when I was I don't know like 15 mm. And it was almost like sort of went through that. And now I'm 19 and it's just like, well, I don't really, I'm not really interested in that now, you know, because I've been there and done that, you know, but. You've never really been a massive party no, person either, have no, you? No, not really. Um, but I think that's just because of the, 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 um, the, the job I do, both, both hospitality and also just performing yeah mainly performing yeah. you know yeah um yeah that's my that's my party time <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah so there's there is still for me that pressure of like oh you should be this way or you should be doing this and feeling these things yeah, and isn't that looking way, like though? 
I know. You know, yeah. it's just and it never le- it never goes away. No, it's, it's no, it never goes we away. We talked about this, didn't we? You know, it's and you you rightly said that you feel like you should be out partying with yeah. these people because you're 19 and what am I doing? It's, it's at like home? everyone does it. Like everyone, everyone is out. Yeah. It's like the amount of people you see on the street on the, on the, there's a main strip in Wellington. It's called Courtney place of all these clubs. And you walk down there, you know, my, my show in wicked, I'd finish at about 11 and that's sort of when it all starts kicking off, you know, and it would be a Saturday night and you'd be walking home and it would just be, oh my God, like floods of people mm. walking around, you know, and it's, you know, and that's fine. You know, they're going out to have a good time, but it's just, I'd be there and I'd just be like, oh God, you know, <laughs> no, <laughs> I just couldn't like, nah. Just like you say, each each individual yeah, things that people like to do, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, going back to that thing, it never it never changes that you 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 have to be a certain way if you're a a mum, or you know you have to be a certain way if you're I don't know a teacher, or you, it just the, mm. there's just this pressure, isn't there? Of, Even like you have to eat a certain way, you know? Yeah, you yeah. have to like dress a certain way. Yeah, it's just like no, not really, mm. you know. Well, I'm so proud of you for navigating what you've navigated over the last seven months. Like I say, you've, you were literally, you've moved from, I know you've traveled the world and you've done an, an awful lot of traveling. So different though. Yeah. 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 So different. Yeah. I always thought that it's just like, well, I've been, I've been around the world, mm. but this is harder than anything I've ever done. And it's only four hours away from where I live. You know, it's, I don't think the distance makes any difference. No. You're away. You're away. Mm. I'm different if you live down the end of the road and you can just walk up to see your mum and dad every night, every time you feel like seeing them. But four hours or 40 hours doesn't make any difference. You're away. Mm. You're away from home too far to just think, I'll just nip around and see them. Mm. So that's the other thing to remember is, mm. you know, when you talk about going to London and things like that, and I know you've said, oh, yeah, but it's 24 hours away. You've done it. You've done yeah. the hard part. And it will be hard again, but it's accepting that. You know, it's not freaking out about it and, mm. and saying that you're doing something wrong. You know, why am I, why am I feeling so, so scared? What, what am I doing wrong? You know, yeah. it's just like, no, it's just like, just to let it happen. Like let yourself adjust however long that may take. Just let it happen. Like realize it's okay. Like it's normal to freak out and want to shut yourself up and, but just let it happen, you know? Yeah, that's the biggest thing. It's so true. Be okay with it. Yeah, it's so true. And it's good to, it's, it's good to remember that, isn't it? Mm. It really is good to remember that. Yeah, I forget it all the time, but like it's important still. And I think the, the, the thing that also stood out to me, which will be so relevant to people who are listening to this, because a lot of people who listen to this podcast are moving to New Zealand and, you know, they're all the, you know, the, making a big move in their life, usually to New Zealand. And I just, uh, something that you said earlier, and I just thought, God, that's such good advice about buying new things that represent where you are right now, mm. rather than taking like, looking, all the old yeah, taking all your old ornaments. I mean, there's nothing Which wrong is, with yeah, taking Yeah, it's important, but you know, it's... It's when you sit and look at them, yeah. isn't it? Like, oh, look, mum, I bought me this, yeah. or this is the one I bought with her. And, you, and I love that. I just think, go, that's a really good advice. Just go out 
go to a, a secondhand shop or whatever, or whatever, if you've got any money, just go to a shop and just buy something that yeah. represents right where you are Just now. what you've done today, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's really great advice. Yeah. It's, it's important. Yeah. I'm like it with <laughs> my grandma. I was, because of the show I was in, I got a lot of flowers from people. And my grandma actually handpicked me flowers from her garden oh. and and brought them down and I had them in my room and it was lovely you know it was like smelling being in my grandma's garden but when they started to die I started to freak out because it was just oh my god no you know like mm. no <laughs> but it's like no put them put them in the bin and go and buy yourself some new flowers mm. like you know, and it's, it's, I'm, I'm quite funny about stuff like that, you know, and it's even the flowers you got me, it was like, oh my God, they're starting to die. Like, mm. ah, <laughs> I don't want to throw them away. Um, but you know, just that's what I've been doing every week is just having a fresh bouquet of flowers that's each lovely. week. Yeah. And when they die, get some new ones, mm. you know, and it's just like, yeah, I've always been very, very, I don't know what the word is, but very protective over my things you know my toys or my pictures and mm, sentimental yeah it? it's, it's very just that... it's just like a letting go of those things it's what I've always found so hard to do but I think it's just something I'd recommend is just buy a new new bunch of flowers each week and mm. put them on your windowsill mm. watch them bloom watch them die and then buy a new one yeah <laughs> yeah it's nice. it doesn't, doesn't have to be anything extravagant does it it's like no. a bunch of daffodils five dollars yeah. i think at the moment you can get some for you can't you yeah and even if you don't want to let them go dry them up and put them on your wall yeah <laughs> that's what yeah. i've done i know it looks lovely yeah. what you've done just, just yeah so hopefully the next time i speak to you it won't we won't be in london so we'll hopefully <laughs> get to you before then just uh just to have a catch up yeah but it's really great because People know you from the book as well. So they, they've read the book and they know you from a 13-year-old, mm. you know, going around the world. And then you've been on the podcast a few times. And it's just, it's actually really lovely to watch you growing up and watch how you're navigating life. And it's so weird. It feels like it hasn't even been that much time. Does it? Yeah. When you say like, oh, well, we did warn you when you were 17. It's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes I just still feel like I am 17. It's weird. Mm. But then I don't, you know strange <laughs> but yeah it's nice to come on and share and sometimes it, it's nice because you you're almost like talking to yourself and you clear your head a bit which is quite nice it's great isn't it podcasting Free is very therapy. very therapeutic <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah it's and very good it i is. see why so many people do it yeah it is because it's just literally you can just and when it, I love it when it's not videoed as well, when it's just audio, because that again... You can sit here yawning. Well, no. yeah, <laughs> we, we've started videoing our podcast and it's it just takes that, I don't know, it just takes something away from it. Mm. It takes that intimacy away. And you try and think, oh, no, I'm not going to look at the camera and I'll pretend it's not there, but it's just not the same. Mm. If you know there's a camera there, I don't know, maybe you would get used to it in the end. But for me, whenever there is a camera, I feel like you have to perform in a different way you know whereas podcasting I flipping love it because it's just it's so intimate mm -hmm. and so so it's enjoyable like, that's why they I think that's why they do it in the church like when you confess and you're hidden yeah. you're not seen you know it's because you open up more it's true when you're it? not seen you know yeah it's almost like just a little secret I don't know it's mm -hmm. nice it's like very intimate mm-hmm <laughs>
All right, Tessa. Well, mm. thank you so much for joining us on the on the podcast it's okay. this week. And felt yeah. a bit fumbled today for some reason. I almost feel like I sort of know what I'm talking about, but today I'm just I don't know. My brain's a little bit scrambled, I think. So you are, you are absolutely perfect. And I just think just that whole thing of just just talking through your emotions and your feelings and just and like you say, just letting it be, just let it be, mm. you know, stop trying, just let, let go of the reins a little bit. And yeah, just, let go. Yeah. Let yourself be out of control. Yeah. That was one thing I learned. It's like, always being in control. No, <laughs> mm. it's not good. Not good to be out of control. It's not good to be in control. It's, it's just a happy medium. Yeah. You know, mm. being okay with being in both mm. categories, you know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we'll uh, catch up with you again soon, then. Hey. All right. Okay. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Love you, Tess. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode. We have loved having you here. If you haven't yet bought a copy of my brand new book, The Travel Bog Diaries, then I would love you to go and grab yourself a copy. If you are a traveller, if you are a parent, if you are an aunt or an uncle or someone who just loves a really good laugh, then you will love the stories that are within my book. It's all about travelling the world as a family with very little money, far too many hormones and very, very little patience. It's honest, it's real and it's such a good laugh. You will absolutely love it. You can grab a copy of that book right now by going to www.thetravelbogdiaries.com. Go over to there. The page tells you where you can buy it from all over the world. I really, really appreciate you for doing that. You will love the book. And if you have already bought The Travel Bog Diaries, thank you. I appreciate you. Bri appreciates you. And if you have got time, if you've got a spare five minutes and would like to leave me a review, that would mean the world to me. You can do that by going to www.thetravelbogdiaries.com forward slash review. Just hop on there. It literally takes a few minutes, but it means the world to me. So thank you so much. Me and Bri love you. You're fabulous. Have a brilliant week and I'll speak to you soon. <laughs>